Next on BYU Sports Nation, women's volleyball is in the final four. Libero Sierra Parker joins us in studio. Men's hoops beats Weber State with Tyler Hawes sprains his ankle. What's his status for the game against Stanford this Saturday? Plus, does BYU football have to win the bowl game to feel good about this season? ESPN's Trevor Maddich will tell us. Let's get it! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. What up? Monday, December 15th, BYU Sports Nation is live, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Congratulations to the women's volleyball yes. team. Final four. Final four. Woo. They took down Florida State and Jameis Winston on Friday night. And then Saturday, <laughs> Amir Abdullah and the Nebraska Cornhuskers in the Elite Eight. That's right. BYU in the Final Four for just the second time in program history. In the regional final, the Elite Eight game, if you will, there weren't yep. always 6-4 teams. BYU was 1-8 and eight mm. until Saturday. BYU swept Nebraska. Sierra Parker, the libero, will be in studio. Congrats. Man, it's a big deal, that, man. That is that is big, man. It's it's exciting, you know, to to have you know coaching and, and have the mustache and all that <laughs> all that going. The Olmstead turny stash is the, the turny stash is real, man. I mean, we say the karma is real, but I think the stash is real, man. It had hey, the karma helped the stash. That's that's what it is. The yeah. Karma yeah. helps the stash grow. We we actually put the karma on the stash, and then that and then <laughs> that's a- how it did. It's butter that's or something. What, that's <laughs> Nutella. We just, we just, we, there's so many different ways to, tra- you know, to to transform. The, According the karma, to you, the, you know. the doctrine of the karma is a little. Yeah, we we differ on how that hey, works. Hey, I'm just saying, Michael <laughs> Michael Lisa had my back, man, the other day. You know, when we were gonna give him the karma, he put his hands up and was okay, like, no, and was like. And, and and I was like, see, see, Spencer, I knew it, man. We're not I doing knew it. it. No. I knew it's through touch. We're and not had, going he had there. My back. I mean, we ain't touch. We ain't touch the stash. But, you know, there's just other there's We're not other, going other there ways. with physical touch. Come on. <laughs> come on. Hey, join our conversation 24-7 if you dare. Using the hashtag BYUSN with today's Twitter question. What's the biggest BYU sporting event in the next eight days? There's four significant games coming up for BYU. Maybe five. Volleyball wins on Thursday in the Final Four. So we ask you that question. We'll outline those in a minute. At CougarFan says, anyone who doesn't say the women's volleyball Final Four match versus Texas should be punched right in the face. Ooh, in the, in the left eyebrow, too, at that. Right in the mouth. God, I, 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 I agree 100%. Uh, I, I believe that women's volleyball is the most important. and the biggest, We're saying the, the biggest game. Oh, biggest and most important game. Biggest BYU sporting S- event. Sporting what, game. What do we the, say? I can't even remember. Whatever. They know what we said when biggest you said it. Biggest sporting event. It. Sporting event. Mm-hmm. I think it is because there's just so much more weight on it. You sure. know, the you, context is huge. Exactly. That's that's the reason why. But you know, again, I think it goes back to uh, uh, you know what we said earlier uh, this morning is you know if you're a football fan, obviously going to be the bowl game. If you're you know, today? just really depends on Men's on, hoops. on the flavor of the month for you, right? That's right. So use the hashtag BYUSN and weigh in. BYU Sports Nation is simulcast in Radio Vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. The next eight days in BYU sports have four significant games. Listen to this. Thursday, women's volleyball in the Final Four versus Texas. If they win, they'll play, I believe, Saturday. Yep, uh, Saturday. Men's basketball versus Stanford, Saturday. 
Football versus Memphis in the Miami Beach Bowl Monday, one week from today. And then the next day, men's basketball versus UMass on Tuesday. Four games of note for BYU. We should keep in mind that it is finals week, and so things have ramped down a little bit. But in the classroom, they ramp up. Yeah, you ramp up. What? Man. You know what? It's it's very unfortunate, especially for volleyball, right? They have when, to, which finals is more important? The ones in the classroom or the ones in Oklahoma City? Will ask Sierra Park. Oklahoma City, man. <laughs> you could take no question. You could take finals whenever you want, dude. Finals are not going anywhere. This is going to be bad. But if you if you fail a class for a final, that class isn't going anywhere. It may go somewhere in the school, but you can go to other schools and take online classes and take them. My wife, my wife who had our we, she, we had our son, right? And so she took about two, three years off. She's now going back Your wife. to school. My wife, yeah. She took, took about two, three years off of school. Now she's going back to school to get her degree, and the, the classes didn't go anywhere. She, could st- she, still, she took her finals last week. I have a message for the BYU professors and faculty <laughs> related to women's volleyball this week. Should they be unfairly, uh, I guess, de- dealt with? Yes. Yes. Because BYU is in the final four yes. of women's volleyball. Please accommodate and please hook a sister up this week. If Can I, BYU women's volleyball just take them next week? If I'm a teacher, I'm saying, look, no, I need, give me a two-page essay on how you're going to beat this team. How you going uh, to beat Texas? That's good. By the way, unofficially, BYU should take... Taysom Hill to Oklahoma City just to intimidate. Boom. Agreed. Just have him sit on the side. On the side. Like, hey, what's up, just, Longhorn? Just chilling. Just, How you just, doing? Just chilling, right? What's up? Maybe just have him stand. Should we have him stand by the coaches? Just, you know. Take it easy with that uh, <laughs> broken fibula. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so let's, let's break this down. Women's volleyball, Final Four. Yep. That's huge. I think that speaks for itself how big that yeah, is. Just it is. Second time in school history, 93 was the other year. That's big time. Men's basketball versus Stanford. Let's talk for a sec. BYU beats Weber State by 16 on Saturday. Yep. Isaac Nielsen has four threes. Chase Fisher has four threes. Tyler Ross scores 19, but sprains his left ankle. It, swol- uh, it swelled up quite a bit after the game. MRI pending for Tyler. May have happened yesterday, maybe early this morning. Uh, we have Noah Hartsock in studio a little bit later. We will ask him what the status of Tyler Hawes is. Now, yeah. that game, Brian, versus Stanford becomes a bigger game to me yeah. because BYU lost the three games that they had an opportunity to win to put on their resume. They have zero tournament resume wins yeah. right now since they lost to San Diego State, Purdue, and Utah. It's yeah. almost a must win. It, yeah, it they, really yeah, is. They, they have to win. They, they have to. If, if you beat Utah or uh, not even Utah, just, one of, just one of those teams. Yeah. If you just win, win one of those games, you're, you're good to go. But the, the fact that you didn't, there's a lot more pressure and weight on this game. And I think it's added, too, because now that you have Tyler out, possibly, right? We don't really hopefully know. Hopefully not. We'll yeah, see. Hopefully not. But, you know, has, a, has about a week to, to recover. So maybe he can get some good, you know, therapy in. But now, now you go into that game with, with one of your top scorers out. So that much more weight and pressure on this game uh, because you're not going to have him. And, and so you, you talk about wanting to, to make it into the tournament in the postseason. You gotta have something on that resume, man. Last year, you BYU have to. had three games of note: you yep. had Stanford, Texas, and a win against Gonzaga. BYU right now over in terms of getting the tournament resume wins at Utah State. It's not going to be one you put on there. That no. can't be your best or even second best to me. That's got to be your fourth best. So yeah. this December to remember that we've talked about BYU plays Stanford at home. Luckily, where BYU is tough, 
I know Utah won last week. Utah's proven to be a good team. Just yeah. lost by three to Kansas without Jordan Leverage, their right. second best player. Right. So and that and that loss actually made me feel a little bit better when I saw you know that game. Uh, the fact that they're able to play that Kansas. Utah's actually good. Right. That that, that they're good exactly because yeah. the the funny thing is with That's rivalries. Hard to say, by the way. You you just I know it is, but it makes me feel a little bit more better about wearing my red <laughs> that I got to. Uh, but the funny, oh, did you already do that? No, not yet. Oh, okay. not yet. I'm going. I'm just gonna buy it myself, and then I'm just gonna. I'm gonna send an invoice to Bill. Don't you dare I'm a, buy I, a Utah. Youth I'm gonna buy. Shirt. I'm just gonna buy it for the for the sake of time, man. To save some time. I'm gonna I'm gonna invoice Bill. I'm gonna send him an invoice. You can't. Yeah, you got to take that shirt back after. That's I, what you do. You just buy it. Okay, you just I'll do, do that. the deed. You promise. Yeah, you wear you're right. One, I'll take it back. You already lost, and then you take it back. I'll take it back. I'll, you don't, I'll, what were you gonna do? That. Burn it? If you did that, I'd be okay with it. Um, yeah, I don't know what I was gonna do with it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Back to men's hoops. BYU then plays UMass the next Tuesday. UMass is struggling. I believe they're five and four, but still, that's a yeah. game that BYU needs to win. Yeah. Then Brian Yev, the Miami Beach Bowl, the finale yes. to the 2014 season, Super Bowl, which some people think is bigger uh, than women's volleyball in the Final Four. I say Final Four for, is the biggest game in the uh, biggest BYU sporting event in the next eight days. Yes, I agree. I mean, the football is definitely important. Um, big game. It's, really it, big it, game. it is. It is big. It's a. It's a great way for the this team to to finish off strong, uh, and not even just for hey we apologize we're sorry that we lost four we had some injuries and you know we 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 made a, a complete uh, one eighty turn, but more importantly for the program to show these younger guys that hey if we do work hard we we do put the time in you know we can be successful and you always like me and David Nixon always said. This you know these last few weeks that it sucks to lose a bowl game and then go into winter conditioning because you don't have mm. you have you know x amount of months all the way until next September to play the another team to get that sour taste out your mouth. So do you want to be walking around the locker room all bitter and mad, not want to say hi to somebody? Man, you dropped that interception, man. We could have won that that bowl game, dude. Don't <laughs> even talk to me. Damn, sit by you. Don't sit by my locker. Mm-mm. It was a tough off season with BYU lost to Washington in that bowl game. A Sarkeesianless. Washington, no less, where if yeah. you felt like BYU should win that game. BYU lost the game. Now you play a Memphis team, and we'll ask Trevor Maddich about this at ESPN coming up. This Memphis team's sneaky good. They're yeah. tri-champs out of the AAC, so that's, that's a big game. What do you think is the biggest BYU sporting event in the next eight days? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At D underscore higher 98. How is that even a question? Women's volleyball is in the Final Four. To Ooh. me, to me, that's the answer. If there's yeah. no women's volleyball, it's obviously the beach ball. Yeah. Men's yeah. basketball is important, but it comes in third second. It comes in third, obviously. Yeah. Women's hoops plays Utah State next week, not even including that in this. Mm, nope. Not as big a game. Nope, although, not as big. Although they're on a roll. They beat Utah, by the way. Yeah, they're, they yeah. beat Utah by four on Saturday. I, they're starting to, they're starting to put it together. Didn't even mention that till now. Starting to put it together, man. At does, C- that, does that make up for that loss? Make up for which loss? BYU men's? Yeah, men's? Heck no. <laughs> Heck no. Yeah, no? We, we both think that uh, women's volleyball is the biggest game in the next eight days for BYU. Let's continue on Twitter. At CL underscore living. Not Miami Beach Ball. Not women's volleyball Final Four. It's how Tyler Hawes' ankle sprain recovers. Go Cougars. That is a big deal mm, for BYU's is. basketball season. If BYU's, let's say BYU uh, struggles without Hawes. They're, they're in a situation right now, to me, where the, NC, the possibility of the NCAA tournament hinges on BYU's December success. Yeah. They, I, there's still 
several months of the basketball season. So it's hard to say that now. But you really need resume games. And yeah. Gonzaga's the only ones that you'll get in conference. That, yeah. And they're good. Or, they're really or, good. Or you got to rely. I mean, if things start spiraling down, which you obviously hope now, you rely on that, that tournament, you know, to get in and – but you you look at you have to be Gonzaga. Yeah, but you, exactly. That's all. It's always what it's, what it's going to come down to is still beating the quality opponent. So it's much easier to do that now uh, than have to do that in you know into the into the into the tournament. So either way, you got to play somebody good, man. Just do it now. Just win like women's volleyball. They won some big matches. Coming up, Noah Hartsock of the men's basketball coaching staff joins us in studio. What's the status of Tyler Haw's sprained ankle? We'll be back in a moment. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Again, follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Coming up starting Thursday, BYU Sports Nation live from Miami. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monday, we are live from Florida. It's going to be fantastic. BYU Sports Nation on the road. Brian Logan will keep it real in Provo. I'm going to keep it real. Listen, someone's got to watch the fort. Keep it down. That's right, man. We appreciate your effort. That's right, man. I got got it, though. I'm going to take this one. You know, I'm going to take this loss, the loss for the team on this one. You know, hashtag Bob. Don't say I didn't do anything for you guys, you know. (laughs) You do a lot for us. I do, man. I let you guys go to Miami and have all the fun. Thank you. You let us go to Miami? Yeah, yeah, you know. What's the biggest BYU sporting event in the next eight days? Use the hashtag BYUSN on Twitter at... Green underscore Deanne, Tyler Haas recovering from his sprained ankle. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. I don't know that it's bigger than the women's volleyball Final Four, but it's a big deal. No, they just they must not like volleyball. I shouldn't say not I'm like. Wearing, I'm wearing my volleyball shirt today, by the way. Maybe it's, it's a men's volleyball shirt. Maybe they just don't support. like appreciate. That's the difference. Is appreciate okay. it. Well, you know? appreciate BYU being in the Final Four. Right. Yeah. And a guy that can do that is Noah Hartsock. His wife played on the. BYU women's volleyball team who now joins us in the studio. Well, thanks for having me. You, <laughs> women's volleyball in the Final Four. That's a big deal, right? That, that is a pretty big deal. It was the second time ever. Second time yep, ever. Second time that's ever. That's a pretty yeah. big deal. Your uh, wife, Kendalyn, played libero. BYU's libero going to join us a little bit later. But what? Okay, next eight days, there's some big BYU sporting events going on. That's our question today. You got, mm-hmm. you got the Miami Beach Bowl. You got two men's hoops games of importance. Uh, what's the biggest sporting event in the next eight days for BYU, in your opinion? Uh, Stanford. That's the, right Stanford. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the politics, man. That's a... Hey, I, I'm just saying what's important. <laughs> I guess for me. Why, why is it And Stanford? how my Christmas will be. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's true. Right. Why Stanford over, say, women's volleyball in the Final Four? No. Uh, they're, they're both great. Uh, you know, Stanford's a big game for us. I mean, Final Four, I mean, that's hard to beat. I yeah. mean, one of the last four teams in. What about your... What, what would your wife say about that? About your answer? Uh, toss up. <laughs> either, either or. How, how tall is your wife, by the way? She's only five six. She's a libero. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Crazy. I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking. When you said volleyball. I was thinking. You know, like five eleven, six mm-hmm. foot. You guys are gonna have just monster babies, and you what? know, be able to get scholarships left and right. Well, that's my brother. I mean, he's he's six ten. His wife's yeah. six five. She played volleyball here. Okay. So I've already started recruiting their kids. Yeah, yeah. See, trying to get here. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Nice. Uh, we got to ask you. Uh, you're you're part of the coaching staff there as a grad assistant. What what's uh, Tyler Hawes' ankle looking like? What's the status there? Um, you know, he's going to get reevaluated. Um, you know, he did suffer an ankle sprain, so we're just kind of seeing and waiting what's going to happen. Um, you know, hopefully can go, but I mean, just just waiting and seeing. How did it look after the game? Um, you know, I mean, he was just doing what he had to, you know, taping it up, doing the rices, I guess, rice, mm-hmm. 
whatever it was, rest, rest ice, ice rest. compression, rest. elevation, you know, something yeah, like yeah. that. That's it. Rest, okay. ice, elevation. So that he's just taking care of it. I mean, and we'll have our trainers look at it and we'll see where he goes from there. Where does it, uh, I guess, got really swollen after the game? So he, he hasn't had an MRI yet. He will? Is that the case? I, I think, yeah, he's going to take care of getting looked at. Yeah. Okay. So we should find out here soon. Okay. And that's a big deal. That that really affects, like like not having Nate Austin against Utah, that would certainly change the game plan for the coaching staff. Right? Oh, I mean, yeah, Tyler. I mean, he's just an impeccable athlete. I mean, just he does a lot for us. And, you know, we just got to hopefully he plays. If not, you know, guys will step up and, and contribute. Yeah, so how how, do, how does that look from a coaching standpoint, not having, you know, Nate in there, not having Tyler in there? Possibly. Um, po- yeah, possibly not having Tyler in there. Um, what does that do for you guys and, and your preparation? Well, I, I think our guys, and I think coaches do a great job of just having everyone prepared. Um, you know, they, they're running the same stuff in practice. And, and you know, I think when they step in there, they, they know what's expected of them. And everyone, you know, plays minutes, and everyone's going to have to contribute, and they're just going to have to keep playing. Let's talk about you for a moment, Noah. Oh, boy. Uh, heart sock. <laughs> How many times do you get called Noah heart stock on a daily basis? Uh, probably either seven or eight times <laughs> at least. That's amazing. It is. Even still at practice. Some really? Some of the guys like, is that heart stock? Heart stock? Oh, you know, like Chase Fisher. Does he do it on purpose? Oh, he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, let's, let's rewind uh, back to Weber State in a moment, but tell everyone what you're doing on the coaching staff. Um, so, you know, I, I help a lot. Um, you know, I coordinate our video exchange, um, you know, break down a lot of film for the coaches so they can have that ready. And then just, you know, um, helps with the bigs and just, you know, whatever the coaches needed, you know, either projects or, or maybe, you know, one-on-one instruction with guys. Um, that's a lot of it. A lot of it's just, you know, just watching, observing, and get as much as I can. So with, with football, I wanted to be a, a GA, and I kind of saw the— Grad the, assistant. The, the, yes, grad, yeah. grad assistant. I, I saw kind of the, the, the ends of it, and I didn't really like it too much. I, I think BYU treats their GAs pretty good, but football, it was kind of crazy and over the place. Do you get treated well on the, on the uh, as staff? Yeah, I think it. I mean, it's pretty awesome. Do, do they make you do if like? It's no, he's they, not going to uh, say no. Make, what, I, what I what I what I meant by that is, I don't want to say like, oh, you're you're horrible, and they you know you know verbally you know are are saying bad things. What I mean by that is, I know some GAs have to do like the grunt work, you know, like go wash my car, or. Go get me a sandwich. Go wash your car. Go get me a sandwich. I, I just, I've I, just heard uh, these yeah. stories. I just heard stories like this. Go get my sandwich. I, I don't know if I washed any cars, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I, I go pick up food sometimes for our guys and, and do that. That's like team ball. It's different, hey. though, when you, when, you with the, when you get to buy some for yourself, right? You get to say, hey, I'm going to use this, this card that you Never. me. Never. <laughs> I got to get the itemized receipt, so I got to be careful. Is this a new thing BYU's doing, having a grad assistant on, on the bench? I don't think BYU's really done this. Yeah, I, they haven't had it in the past, and, you know, it's just been a good opportunity because I've always wanted to be involved in coaching. You know, I love it so much, and, and yeah. this is just a great opportunity to come back here and help. And, and it, it's been a real, I guess, blessing for me just, you know, learn it from some great guys. Yeah, how has how your perspective of the game changed from being a player to, to now being a coach? Uh, you know, I, I felt as a player I could control it a lot more mm-hmm. just being out there. But right now it's just helping these guys, getting prepared. And it, it, it's just, you know, you want to go out there and do it for them. And that's one thing I learned. So you got to trust these guys yeah. and do as much as you can to help them get them prepared. And that trust may be uh, even bigger if Tyler Haas can't go this week. We'll still need to wait to hear about that. Noah Hart Sox in studio on BYU Sports Nation. We should acknowledge your shirt. You wore an intramural championship shirt here. I did. Today. From what sport and when? Uh, it's uh, co-ed basketball. Co-ed oh, basketball. Okay. You know, we can't wanna... block the girls. Yep. Can't get in the pit. There's some rules there. You right? can't do that. Yeah. I probably average about six points a game. 
That's it. But they were effective. <laughs> and uh, I probably worn this for a week straight now. Really? Nice. You know, that's really? what you do around campus. That's right. You, you wear it, you just wear it. You, you can wash it and then wear it after that. Again, you don't have to wear it straight, right? Nah. No. <laughs> It'll lose its allure. and <laughs> Lose the know. mojo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it kind of fades out a little bit. <laughs> a little you bit. Know? You don't get that really shine. You know, you want to keep it on. See, you see, the, but your post-BYU careers, you're not playing against guys like me, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> some good, in, in some good it should be rules like same. you know former athletes shouldn't be able to play you know kind of that's kind of no that's the fun part we had preston hadley on our intramural flag football team i love that cheating yes. that is cheating man unfair let's go back to weaver state that's a nice win a 16 point win on the road you do have tyler spraining his ankle at the end so it kind of sours the mood a little bit but that was a good team game, especially when Isaac Nielsen is making four or five threes. That was great. It was really good. I thought a lot of guys, I mean, because Nate wasn't there, and we had a lot of guys step up. Um, it wasn't, I'd say, our prettiest game, but I think we needed that where guys were competing, guys were playing you know, urgently on defense. Um, you know, we were state there 60-6 and six in the last 66 home games, and it's impressive wow. when we go in there and kind of you know, put it on them and, and good, a good effort. I mean, only allowing them to score 60 points. I mean, that's, that was a really good effort from our guys. And Chase Fisher goes four of seven from three. We've seen kind of Jekyll and Hyde from Chase. How is the coaching staff trying to get as much consistency as possible out of Chase? Um, I mean, he, he's just a competitor. And, I mean, he, he works every day after practice just on shooting and making shots. And, uh, and sometimes, you know, you just got to keep him his head up. I mean, sometimes he doesn't have the best of games. But he's always you know, ready to rebound and come back from that. And, you know, hopefully, he, if he can play at a consistent pace, I mean, it can really, really help our teams. A guy that can could use some consistency is uh, is Kafusi, Corbin Kafusi. But at first, he needs to just figure out the details <laughs> of the game. the game. Yeah. Yeah. Still, still, in your still learning, you know, very, very raw. How has uh, working with him and, and the progress these past, you know, few weeks um, uh, helped him out, you think? I mean, the good thing about him, I mean, he's just an athlete. I mean, that guy yeah. can, he can run, he's strong, he can jump. And that's really good for him. Um, you know, it, it's really, really new to him, you know, being hurt in high school. Yeah. They come in here, it's just, you know, working with raw talent. you got to tell him, you know, slow down. I mean, the game is fast for him right now, right. I really think. And, and he's done a good job of just slowing down, getting catches. And I think just every game and every practice, every rep he gets, he's just going to get better and better. Do you think it's it's better for him to get actual game reps at this time, or will it be better to give him practice reps? Um you know, game reps are really important. I mean, going out there, especially right now, because we need them. Yeah. And just getting a feel for the game and the pace of the game. And the more he gets that, the better he's going to be for us, you know, come February and March. Can BYU thrive without a low post score this season? Uh, <laughs> we seem to be doing all right right now. I mean, we got guys. I mean, I mean in the games like San Diego State yeah. and Utah, right? Um, you know, that's something... Uh, I don't know if we need him to score, just be a good facilitator down there, mm-hmm. yeah. being able to catch the ball and, and maybe take a dribble and then kick it out or wait for cutters. If they can do that, um, it could really, really help us. I thought, you know, Nate does a great job just catching down there, being mm-hmm. patient. And, you know, Luke, he's coming along really well. Yep. And, you know, if Corbin can do that and Isaac, I mean, they could be really, really good facilitators for our offense. Is the Stanford game uh, bigger because uh, you're trying to get a, notable, a couple notable NCAA tournament resume kind of wins? I think it's good. I mean, it's a good Pac-12 team coming in, um, coming in our environment. I mean, last year's game, it was it was a great high-scoring game. And, oh, it was so fun. And I, and I think it helped us. I mean, they went sweet, sweet 16 last yeah. year, good run. And, uh, you know, I think our guys will be really excited for it, you know, get done with finals and have a big team come in here and play. Absolutely. And this was supposed to be the Jamal Eight's first game. Unfortunately, he's hurt. 
Uh, and he was going to be that low post score. It's, it's funny how the season mm-hmm. turns out to be that way. Stupid injuries with football and basketball. Right. Crazy. Can't Nate Austin, right. Jamal Ates, now Tyler Haas. We'll see if he's out. Uh, we do this every show before and after games. It's time to update Chasing Jimmer. On his way to making BYU basketball history, Tyler Hawes is Chasing Jimmer on BYU Sports Nation. 394. That's what he needs. That's playing drums right there. That's what he needs to pass. Tyler Hawes needs needs 394 points to pass. Jimmer Fredette. You will have played. You played with both. Yeah. Both those dudes. Crazy that Tyler's actually going to, at some point, barring injury, Mm -hmm. uh, pass Jimmer Fredette later this season, right? In points. You know what that makes me? Isn't that why? That's crazy. Makes me the best teammate ever. <laughs> I'm the best passing one of the, forward. The, one of the best things ever. I asked you after the New Mexico game where Jimmer had 52. I said, "What will you remember from tonight?" And you said that Jimmer Fredette and I combined for 59 points. <laughs> That's right. That's one. Of, it was in Vegas. It was one of my favorite moments of all time. Nice. Well, Noah, keep up the good work. Your suits look nice. The clipboard looks great. Hey, appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you Saturday against him. All right, we'll see you then. And if you have time, suit up as well. Coming up, who does Trevor manage to have winning the national championship in college football? And how good is Memphis? We'll talk to him next. This is BYU Sports Network. And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to BYUSN. Jerem Jordan, Brian Logan in the house on a Monday, December 15th. This is how we do it. Check us out on YouTube.com slash Sports. Tons of video post-practice stuff, highlights, that kind of thing. Check it out if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash Sports. You can actually subscribe to that. Then it just shows up on the left there for you. Check you out on, on Vine. Do you start making Vines? I'm on Vine now. You yeah. start making Vines? Yeah, Jeremy Jordan on Vine. I started doing Vine. Well, I'm not producing Vines, like, creatively. I'm just taking just, video. Oh, uh, taking them and putting them on there. Yeah. I'm having, my wife, I'm having my wife follow you. She, she's on Vine. I don't have Vine, so but I, 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 I just got It's fantastic. Six seconds. It's made for people with ADHD. Okay. It's great. I should probably tell you. And I you've said that yeah, you, uh, I, have you, AD, you would have that. I have ADD, HD, DDD. Yeah. That's high, what I have. The high definition version, <laughs> the HD <laughs> version. Our Twitter question today is, what's the biggest sporting event in the next eight days for BYU? Weigh on Twitter using the hashtag BYUSN. At Kev Basketball. Dang, that's hard, but i got to go with the bowl game. The bowl game. That's one week from today. The Miami Beach Bowl. I'm, uh, to me, that's not the answer. No. But that's what at Kev Basketball says. No. So use the hashtag BYUSN. Weigh in. Maybe it just depends on you know if you, what sport you like best, right? That can, that can, that's, that's, that's there's true. a lot of variables in this, Jeremy. you got women's volleyball. you got men's hoops coming up. you got women's basketball playing Utah State as well. Let's bring in Trevor Maddich of ESPN and see what he thinks. The next eight days, you got... All these big sporting events for BYU, including the Miami Beach Bowl. But what's the biggest event to you, Trevor, in the next eight days for Well, to me, it's the Miami Beach Bowl because it's football. But I'll tell you what, though, <laughs> there's a lot of great – BYU has always been dominant over the whole breadth of the athletic department. I mean, they, they've always been not just competitive, but competitive at a national level in a ton of sports. Congratulations to the ladies playing volleyball right now. I mean, there's a, this is an exciting time for BYU sports. Absolutely. And one week from today, the Miami Beach Bowl – uh, will take place in Marlins Park, BYU, and Memphis. I want to ask you about Memphis. I don't think BYU fans really know a lot about them. I know, like, hey, Penny Hardaway went to Memphis, but just generally speaking, this is a team that's kind of on the rise. Memphis has been a doormat in college football forever. And this year, I mean, they're 9-3. You look at the teams they've lost to. They lost at UCLA and really took UCLA to the mat. Yeah. They were competitive in losing a game at Ole Miss. 
and uh, they ended up losing that game 24-3, to but they played Ole Miss tough. And the other one was a close game to Houston that they lost. They swept the rest of their schedule. And this team is a balanced team in every way. I mean, you can look at most teams and you can see flaws in their game. You know, they might be really good as a running team, but their passing game's not so good. They might be good at stopping the run, but they give up big plays in the past. You can find flaws. This is an incredibly balanced Memphis team, and there's no obvious flaw in them. They run the ball very well. They stop the run quite well. Their pass defense is solid. Their pass offense is a very good complement to their running game. Their special teams are, are fine. Everything that they do, they do well. And so for BYU, this is another game that if they're able to pull it out, it'll be a, a quality win and, and really should deserve a lot of credit to get to that ninth win. But for fans, they need to understand that this is a, a quality opponent and, and very much one capable of beating BYU. Trevor, it appears that uh, the strength is, is from the defensive side of this team. How do you think Christian Stewart and the offense um, will, uh, will do against them? Well, I think they'll do fine. You know, Christian Stewart has just been a revelation. I've been so impressed with how he's played uh, over the course of this season and how he's improved. You know, the Cal game was just fantastic. And I, I just I, I love what he's done, especially mentally, because there are a lot of opportunities for a quarterback in his position to make mistakes and then to let those mistakes grind on him and wear on him and repeat them. But what he's done has gotten better every single week, and he'll need to get better because this Memphis defense is number one of the American Conference in fewest points allowed. Yep. You know, they're pretty good at getting after the passer. What BYU is really going to have to do is establish the running game because, you know, if, if they don't establish the run, then Memphis can do a lot of things to mess with you. You've got to back them off, and in order to do that, you've got to gain four yards on first down every time. So you can, take, you can make sure that you've got your entire playbook available, and then that's really what they'll need to do. As fans watch this game, it comes down to basic fundamentals against a fundamentally sound defense. Stay even with the chain. So fans, watch and see what second to go is. If it's second and any more than six, you'll know the Cougars are in trouble. When you look at a bowl game, there's so many things that go on with a bowl game. You look at just the matchup, that's one thing, but then there's all the events around it. For BYU, you have the wives coming to the game, and this year coming a little later. Yes, the, it, yeah, they're kind of mad about that. Is there an advantage for BYU having been to a bowl game and knowing that process versus Memphis, who I think I heard has one guy that's played in a bowl game before? You know, in some ways, yes, because there are a lot of distractions, and the key to a bowl game is the key to any other game. It's not the game itself. It's how you focus in the week of practice. And the hard part for teams that are new to it is maintaining that same kind of, of focused urgency from a mental standpoint every day in practice, every meeting during the week. Then they'll bring that into the game. Now, BYU is used to doing that. They're also used to doing it with busloads of wives and kids coming along. I mean, it's hilarious. We used to go to the Holiday Bowl and the other team might have two married guys, and we'd have like four or five full-size vans to shuttle around <laughs> players, wives, and kids. You so, know? so, I mean, that, that's an added distraction that most other teams don't have. But BYU's been there. This is their 10th bowl game in a row. And so this is a team that, you know, not just in terms of players, but a coaching staff that understands how and when to keep them focused and how and when to let them enjoy the week. 
Yeah, I remember when when we played. I think it was against uh, against UTEP. The the guys were the other team was asking. Hey, that was pretty cool. You guys could bring your girlfriends, and I was like, Oh no, these are our wives. They're like, Oh, oh, wow. oh I didn't know that. And you're like one but, one per player. Yeah, There's not just, multiple. Yes, yes, just, just one. Like, yeah, that's right. Oh, listen, I will suggest this though. There's a brand new bowl this year. The the Bahamas Bowl. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. That's going to be cent- Central Michigan against Western Kentucky, I believe. And the thing is, every year. You've got coaches that will go to a new bowl game that will call the coaches that were in the, that bowl game before to ask where the pitfalls are. You know? mm-hmm. So next year, you'll have coaches calling these coaches to say, okay, where, where's the danger? Because they're leaving the United States of America. And it's like, right. okay, there's a moped dealer over here that's got mopeds that are going to break down five miles away from, you know, you got, there's going to be all kinds of mistakes made, <laughs> all kinds of dangers happening in the Bahamas with these kids going there. And, and next year, the teams will, will be better aware of what, what the problems are. But this year, keep an eye on the Bahamas Bowl the week of the bowl game because there could be some crazy stuff. Yeah, that, I, honestly, I, that's one bowl game where I'm like, can BYU get into that, please? Yeah, can please. BYU Sports Nation be live from the Bahamas? That's yeah. what I'm really saying. If, if I'm a BYU you know what, though, player. Miami Beach. That's pretty BYU, good. BYU, though, Miami Beach and the Holiday Bowl all those years, you know, BYU has gone to some, some real nice sunny destinations yeah. in the wintertime for bowl week. Yeah, if, if I'm a, B, a BYU player and we're going to the Bahamas, I am getting married the week before, uh, right before that. If we're gonna have our honeymoon, uh, <laughs> you I, just I, leverage I, that. I, that's that's honeymoon. what I'm gonna do. Uh, uh, Trevor, do you think that a, a win over Memphis will will help BYU from a national standpoint? My problem with with playing a, a team like Memphis is that they don't have that brand. I would much rather than play a Central Florida or uh, a Cincinnati teams that have been to. Uh, you know, BCS bowl games in the past five years? Yeah, from a national standpoint, that's a, that's a good question. From a national standpoint, I think the Memphis game can hurt BYU, but it can't help them much. You know, BYU could crush Memphis, and people will say, yeah, well, okay, but that's Memphis. Well, it's not Memphis, not now. You know, right. it didn't crush, you know, UCLA didn't crush them. Ole Miss didn't crush them until the score got away at the end. But the uh, But because of the reputations, you're right, that – that this is a game that if BYU wins, then people will, I think, see the season. They'll see it as a confirmation of what they think now. And nationally, I think what the, the perception of this BYU season is that uh, you've got a very good team that lost their Heisman candidate and stumbled for four straight losses. Then they righted the ship and brought it back. And BYU is seen as, as a, a very good team uh, that, that really overcame adversity. And I think that is pretty much set in stone. So the question for the Memphis game, the bowl game, will be, will that remain as a perception of a very good team that righted the ship, or will it be that it's a pretty good team that, you know, righted the ship but then faltered at the end? And, and that's really the national perspective that, uh, that this game will bring with a win or a loss. ESPN's Trevor Maddich is on BYU Sports Nation. Bronco Mendenhall uh, in the news a little bit the last couple weeks, uh, possibly being courted by a couple of teams, namely Oregon State was one out there, uh, although there were reports that he wasn't even interviewed for that. Do you want your coach courted in the offseason by other schools? Is that a flattering thing? Yeah, you, you've got to have your coach courted. If nobody else wants your coach, well, why do you want your coach? <laughs> right. <laughs> and so it, it's actually a, it's, it's a good thing. And, and frankly – the media, you know, they, they always want to play gotcha with coaches. You know, did you talk to this team? Are you thinking about, have you yeah. interviewed? As if there's some big national secret here. Like, of course you interview. You always keep your options open. Sure. You do that for, to, to parlay 
better contracts for your own team when your contract comes up. And by the way, you also use that to parlay better deals for your assistants. Thank you very much. It's not just greed mm. from the head coach. Nice. Look at Les Miles of LSU. The, the Arkansas job came open. Now, Brett Bielema from Wisconsin ultimately took it a couple of years ago. But LSU in the same division as Arkansas, Les Miles, their head coach, his agent used the Arkansas job to get a better deal renegotiated at, renegotiated out of LSU. Yeah. That's absurd. But it's the way the game is played. And frankly, this is the one place where I don't mind coaches standing in front of the media and lying through their teeth. <laughs> you know, you know if, if the coach thinks that answering a question, did you interview for your job, is going to hurt recruiting at the moment or hurt the bowl game at the moment, then for the coach to stand up there and say, nope, I think it's perfectly legitimate. Disinformation has its place in football. Just like when you talk about whether or not your quarterback is going to be healthy for this game or if his right. nagging injury is to that. that. That's all fine. So now, the thing about Bronco is that I, I don't think the word disinformation is anywhere in his in, in vocabulary. So he'll tell you the truth no matter what. Yeah. But if, even if he didn't, I wouldn't mind you know, if, if, he, if he played that one close to the vest. Even so, Bronco Mendenhall is one of the most request, excuse me, respected coaches nationally, not just among uh, programs that might want to hire him, but among his peers, when you talk about Bronco and other coaches, they gush over how much they respect him as a coach and as a man. And that is what you want at BYU. Absolutely. Trevor Maddich is on BYU Sports Nation. Let's finish with this. Semifinal games coming up, Oregon-Florida State, Alabama versus Ohio State. How do you see the semifinal shaking out, Trevor? Well, we start out in the Rose Bowl with Florida State-Oregon, and I think Florida State has had all their miraculous comebacks where they've had a final drive to win the game or a final stop by their defense to preserve a, a, a win. But they've always done it against teams with very clear flaws that they could exploit. Oregon's not one of those teams. In order for Florida State to make a play on either side of the ball, they will have to defeat a duck who's standing in the right spot doing the right thing. They can't count on a, a glaring weakness that they can exploit. I think Oregon beats Florida State in a shootout, and I think it'll be a, a good game, but I think it's finally time for Florida State to, for the luck to run out. Uh, and not, not just luck, by the way. There, there's, uh, after a while, you're not just lucky winning all those games late. Sure. You get good at it, and Florida State's yeah. good at it, but I like Oregon in that game. For Alabama and Ohio State, the big key is the quarterback for Ohio State, Cardell Jones. Now, he entered, the, or excuse me, he entered the last two weeks of training camp in the summer as the third-string quarterback. Braxton Miller got hurt. Number two, J.T. Barrett popped up and became a Heisman candidate himself. Uh, then J.T. Barrett got hurt in the last game of the regular season, and Cardell Jones engineered a blowout of Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship game in his first start. And what he's got to realize is that he's not as good as other people probably think he is on social media. Everything he touched in that game turns, turned to gold. And he needs to understand it. it's not that way. I mean, Brian, you know this. I mean, it's, it's just not that way. It's, it's right. a fight most of the time. Yep. Well, what Alabama will do is stack the line to stop the run. And they will keep Cardell Jones in the pocket, which won't be that hard to do. He's 6'5", 240 pounds, and force him to beat them down the field with his arm. Now, he did Wisconsin. He threw up a lot of balls that came down, 50-50 balls that could have gone either way, and his guy got it every time. But against Alabama, it's going to be a different story. And the big question is what can he do with his arm from the pocket because that's where he'll have to play it. And I think Alabama will ultimately win this game. And who wins the national title? 
Alabama. Alabama. You heard it from Alabama, Alabama. Yeah, because it's still an, it's still a line of scrimmage game, and yeah. the strongest team at the line of scrimmage has been winning national championships for the last decade. And Alabama, I think, is stronger than either Florida State or um, or Oregon. And as far as Ohio State goes, they're a good match at the line of scrimmage, but. The quarterback situation is too iffy for Ohio State for me to pick them. Should be fun. One week from today, BYU in the Miami Beach Bowl. Semifinals coming up on New Year's Day. Should be great. Trevor, we appreciate the time. Always enjoy it, guys. Always good to talk to Trevor Manich. And uh, big game for BYU coming up next Monday. I, th- I think BYU needs to win. They, they need to, to win, win to feel good they about have, that. Yeah, they got to feel good about themselves. Coming up, the best passer on campus. Sierra Parker, the women's volleyball team's in the house. They're going to the Final Four. What's bigger, the Final Four or her finals and classes? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Coming up this week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monday, BYU Sports Nation live from Miami. It's going to be awesome. We're going to party with Will Smith. It's going to be great. Can't wait. Can you give me an autograph? Sure. I want, I want yeah. a football. I, want a I will bro hug Will Smith for you if he's there. Say this is from my man. Actually, did you see, did you see he was on the red carpet last year and some dude tried to like kiss him on the cheek oh, and he, he like shoved he, him. He slapped yeah. him. He yeah, slap him. Right? That'd probably be me. I'm not going for a kiss, but I'm going for a hug. <laughs> so that, that'd be funny. Today's Twitter question is: What's the biggest BYU sporting event in the next eight days? Use the hashtag BYUSN. With that in mind, let's welcome the front runner of women's volleyball, Sierra Parker De Libero. In studio. Congratulations on the final four. Thank you. That is so awesome. What's your answer to the Twitter question? I would think that, (laughs) I mean, us going to the final four is pretty sweet. I think that's a pretty big deal. So you know my answer. That's what we said. We said the final four. The context of that is so big. Let's rewind and go back to that final play. Okay. Alexa Gray gets the kill. Uh, when, When do you see it go down and what's the reaction and what do you remember from that moment? I just remember, well, I just remember feeling really calm and just really confident throughout the whole thing. And then towards the end there, when uh, it was coming down to the last few points and we were like, oh my gosh, we're really going to do this. Just, you know, seeing the pass unfold, the set, and then seeing Lex go up, I was like, she's she's putting this ball down. I was so excited. And then we saw it hit the floor and we all just kind of were like, what just happened? We just, you know, we swept Nebraska and that doesn't happen. And it was just an unreal feeling. Guys unreal. Went, guys went crazy. And you guys were celebrating. And we watched it earlier. We <laughs> talked about it earlier. And everybody was hugging everybody except for your coach. He was looking <laughs> for somebody. I felt so bad for him. Like, I wanted to jump in the camera and hug him myself because you guys wouldn't give him no love. Oh, it wasn't no love. It was just <laughs> we were all just. Going crazy. Sean was going crazy, too. So. Get out of here, Coach. Yeah. You didn't do this. You it, didn't work for this. It's just weird if a grown man uh, with, like, a bushy mustache is hugging college <laughs> girls, right? I think that's right. the principle See, of there it. you go. That is the principle So if he yeah. shaves and you guys would have gave him a hug. Yeah. 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 I, so I sent, I sent out some vines just from my TV of a couple of those moments. Um, mm-hmm. Did you guys watch those? Did oh, you yes. laugh? Laughed that was and hilarious. laughed and laughed. They, they were they were pretty good. So his his game face. He he goes he goes <laughs> yeah you know crazy to game face. Yes, immediately. Yeah. That's totally Sean though. <laughs> That's just he is very good at being. I I don't know. He's got a good 
control over his emotions, if mm-hmm. you will. That was so shocking. We, when we saw that, we just died laughing. It goes zero to 100. It was almost yep. like... Well, we went to 100 to zero. It was like, yeah. it was, it was like okay, I don't want to like rub this in this guy's sure. face. Sure, yeah. So yeah. Let me, uh, I like how he touched the mustache, too. He touched the mustache and then the face changed. <laughs> it was like, that's the like button a, to change the, the face. controller. Yeah, that was fantastic. Oh, no, those are good. Uh, you guys have used the... Uh, you said, hashtag why not us. Mm-hmm. What, what kind... Why isn't that the, just a letter Y for BYU? Can we do that? Can we change that? Sure. Hashtag just a letter Y, yeah. not us. I like that. Yeah. You should get t-shirts made. I think we, yeah. Okay, you, like you tell the team, use that. I've been sending that out on Twitter. Okay. What, why has that been a motivational phrase for you guys? I think just mainly because we are the underdog, and a lot of people, I mean, all of our fans, of course, think we're gonna win but really only us in our locker room and in our little bubble actually believe that we can go and do something great and I think we've proved that so far but we're not done we're not satisfied we're still hungry and I think the why not us is just like why not us why can't we go beat the big dogs why can't we go do something no one's done before why not us why not And, and you guys are playing so well right now um, how important is it for you guys to, to peak at the right moment? I know I talked to, to Coach about this, but he said that you guys are. You guys are peaking at the, mm-hmm. at the right moment. How important is that for you guys? Um, I think it's really important because th- that's what it's going to take to go beat these, these teams. Um, everyone at this point obviously is really, really good, and it's going to take everyone's best performance to go and win. And, um, I mean, we've just – really been focusing on getting better each day in practice. Every chance we have to step on the court, we just want to get better. That's our main focus. And I think that's been really good for us because it's showing, you know, that hard work we've been putting in, that that drive, that focus is starting to, you know, show itself out on the court in those big-time matches. Sierra Parker, libero, junior for BYU Women's Volleyball, headed to the Final Four. They play Texas Thursday, 7 Eastern, ESPN 2. Uh, big time stuff, big time stuff. You're like 43 digs away from being the career leader at BYU as a junior. What does that mean to you to be so high up so soon? Uh, it's pretty cool, but it's not, I'm not really worried about it. I had no idea until you told me or Nicely just said played. that. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> getting so. to the final four is a little better, right? <laughs> right. A little better. Uh, but I mean, it's really cool. It's, you know, I couldn't have done it without my teammates and, you know, they're the ones back there blasting balls at me every day and, just making me better. Like I said, we just want to improve. It's it's really cool. It's cool to just see that hard work, you know, add up. But not not the main focus right now. So I mean, it's cool. As as a libero, you, you tend to be the position. You tend to be a little bit more shorter, and you're around girls yeah. that are. Brian, Brian you know, can relate. I, I, can, I, I can relate to you. I'm asking the question. You know, I always felt very insecure, you know, to about <laughs> my senior year, you know, going traveling and things like that. Yeah. Everybody thought I was a water boy. You know, take my take my COVID bag. <laughs> how did how does that make you feel being one of the shortest on the team? Um, well, I like it. Plane rides are really nice for me. I don't not know. Not for Jen. Not not for Jen. <laughs> um, no. I actually to be honest, I'm not that short for my position. There are some little tiny liberos out there, so I, I give that You're to myself. Right. But I love it. I just love, you know, it's me. It's whatever. I, I don't – it's always what I've been told is it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. So That's right. If you can pass you great, who cares how who tall cares, you are? That's right? what I All right, let, let's, let's wrap up with this. What's bigger, the final for or your finals in class this week? Ooh, well, 
I know what I should say, <laughs> but and no. it's the final four. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Finals first, so we're just gonna take care of that. Are you doing that before you go? How's that gonna yeah, work? Yeah, um, I have. I have to take one today and then one early tomorrow morning before we head out. And then all it is is the final four. So you just have two finals? Just two more. Oh, I've already nice. taken two. So. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Yeah. So the answer was scripted. She actually looked to the, to the left like, uh, finals first. <laughs> we're to take care of finals first. <laughs> Let's, uh, uh, you guys uh, are killing it on the block, which is actually our stat yeah. of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU leads the nation in blocks per set at 3.86. That's a huge part of what you what you guys do. That'll be big against Texas, won't it? Yeah, it will be huge against Texas. Just slowing down those big hitters is going to be important for us. And they've got some big hitters. I don't know much yeah. about them, but I saw some highlights. Mm-hmm. They're good, but so are you. Good luck, and we give you the BYU Sports Nation karma for Thursday. Yes. I'll just give her a high five because Jeremy thinks it's weird when we touch, so. I'll just give you the Related to the <laughs> karma, not just regular <laughs> high fives. You sound like go. a weirdo, There's man. A touch. I, I, I touched him still. Touched you. Coming up, we'll wrap this crazy show up and try and control Brian Logan. I can't do it. I give up. I'm out. We'll be back in a month. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. This tweet in from at John Rothstein of CBS Sports. He says, BYU's Tyler Hawes will be reevaluated at the end of the week. Dave Rose told at CBS Sports, suffered a bad ankle sprain on Saturday. No timetable. So... At the end of the week, as opposed to, say, today, based on that That's, tweet. I'm a little bit confused on that one. I don't know why you I, wouldn't I, do today and next I guess week, you got to see, I guess, I guess you have to understand, get an understanding of what he means by evaluate it, right? That's true. Because is it like the actual you injury? You do the MRI, it, and then you look at it again. Right, that's, yeah. That's probably what's yeah, going on. I, I hope so. We would hope, right? Yeah. Today's Rise and Chats brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. This one is the most obvious one we've ever had. Women's volleyball to the Final Four. Fun chatting with Sierra Parker a moment ago. Our thanks to Trevor Maddich, Noah Hartsock, Sierra Parker, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. The show's on demand on BYUSportsNation.com and BYUTV.org slash BYUSM. For Brian, I'm Jerem. Shout out to Nina Huikinen. BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow. I'm back tomorrow. No stopping it. No controlling me. Are you just on the show permanently? You've been on like nine days in a row. Permanently, man. This is an announcement. I'm permanent. From you?